Welcome to a place where God's people are enlightened and empowered through the ministry of the Spirit and strategic communication of God's words for kingdom dominion. We are a people committed to establishing kingdom civilization in our various sphere of influence. Welcome to Build. presently i like us to pray that there will be no hindrance we have to move to our space this month all right so everything is ready but we needed to pay and there was a back and forth on the earth. can we lift our voice and pray in the next few minutes and say lord that which is ours we receive no no hindrance no hindrance no hindrance no hindrance no hindrance no hindrance Pray in the spirit. Fatanendo kosa sani kopelia. Rende neka sokopali katos. Inketa neka pa. Shalanda credo soso veka palias. Ende talikos kemeniando korias. Inke parade kaso silehemo. Ande koka taile bokunde. Fredenindo kotania paros. Ende laita tombe kas. Fenande kaporiata. Engrete la kakosis, Fenande kapalias, Igetende keberua tale, Ataneri kopasiko periata, Andeleko saselia, Indete taboso soria. Then the Bible says, Wherever the sole of your feet shall tread, we receive that which is ours. No hindrance, no hindrance. It's time to make progress, it's time to go forward. And the Nekos Asani Copriata, Fabaso Seneca Palias, in the Te Shelebacosa Selicata, Empere de Cosa Sendo Cridetani Capa, Emperato Cosa Selica Palias, in Temondo Copaliacos, in Teractum Belicapa, Pabo Sosile, in Pepai Comonon de Capa. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's have our seats in God's presence. Those are back. Let's move forward. Welcome to Financial Series. Yeah. I like that song. I don't know the song, but I'm sure I've heard it a couple of times. But please play that thing for me. Who knows the song? I speak life He has made my tongue A pen of ready rhyme I speak life I can't hear you I speak life He has made my tongue a pen of a ready rhyme I speak life Alright So financial series part one We're studying Beatles And 
is a simple word that I would explain soon. All right, first of all, the burden behind financial series. Why do we hold series like this every year? You know, as a pastor, your office is the office, in my opinion, is the office with the highest responsibility on this planet. You know, if you are a lawyer, you are dealing with legal issues. If you are a lecturer, you are teaching people. You are dealing with education. If you are a doctor, you are dealing with health. But when you are a pastor, you deal with every area of the person's life. And so, it is important that as a pastor, you are moved to train people holistically to cover every aspect of the faith life so that they are thoroughly furnished. Alright? So that they are thoroughly furnished. And also, it was 2019 that I saw a vision one night like that and I knew I was going to train people financially but at that time I knew that if I started talking finances it was going to be a very bad thing you see because the truth the bible calls it a double edged sword you can turn the truth to kill someone it is truth but because it is administered the wrong way and so I knew that there were things that we needed to settle first before we get here and like he said, based on the vision that we received this year, we're in a very strategic series. I want your hearts to be opened, your jotter to be ready. I know, I really hope that we'll be able to complete, I pray and we have prayed that we'll be able to complete this series in our new hall. But as we're studying, those that are following online, pay attention. I've received different messages as part of financial series. But let us grow. And let's get ready to take action. Alright? Beatus is a Latin word for blessed. The meaning of that word that was in our flyer is the word blessed. And so during this series, we are studying the blessed life. We are studying the blessed life. It is God's will for us to live the blessed life. I wish above all things that ye prosper and be in health so as your soul prospereth. So captured in scripture, we realize that it is God's will for us to live the blessed life. And so whether you're spiritual or not, there is something that there is a role that finance plays. There is a role that finance plays in ensuring that you are able to focus on God enough. In ensuring that you're able to focus on God enough. And as, we've, as I've said, we're studying two people till the end of the year. Who are the two? Abraham and Jesus. These are the two portraits that we'll be studying from now till the end of the year. And we're still taking our core scripture from Isaiah chapter 51. Isaiah chapter 51 from verse 2. Look unto Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah that bear you. For I called him alone, blessed him, and increased him. So, first of all, just in case you've not listened to Go and Prosper and then Financial Series. So, 
I listen to everything again from yesterday night, although I've not finished financial service. I want you to go back and listen to it. There are a lot of things that I, there are definitions that I gave there that if you've been listening to me for a while based on finances, I think we should not be defining those areas again. For example, what is prosperity? I have explained that prosperity, according to the kingdom, is financial freedom. I've said it, um, that was in part one, go and prosper. I said, there is a point where your needs are met. There is a point where you live in luxury. And there is a point where you enter extravagance. And I said for a believer, you are not to enter extravagance. As much as possible, if you want to stretch your financial capacity, it must not go past luxury. And I explained all of those then. So I believe that all those basics should be in our minds. And if you have not, please listen. Look unto Abraham. Look unto Abraham, your father, and unto Sarah that bear you. For I called him alone, blessed him, and increased him. And we're going to be studying the three things, the, the journey of Abraham in that scripture. The Bible says that first of all, God called him. Now pay attention because you see, these are the two people that God gave us as pictures to pay attention to. Number one, Abraham. It says, look unto Abraham, which means that Abraham is a picture and a portrait that you can follow. Look unto Abraham and unto Sarah that bore you. Now, the second person that the Bible gives us the easy route to look unto is the life of Jesus. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So, these are the two people that were studying. The Bible says to pay attention to them. Not just to read their story and say, Abraham, blessings are yours. But that there is something captured in Abraham's story that you can study. And I believe that Abraham is worthy of study because first of all, Abraham was barren for a long time before he began to experience fruitfulness. Look unto Abraham. Pay attention to his track record. There is something that you will find the riches of the depth of his fellowship, the depth of his work with God that you will learn. And unto Sarah that bore you. The Bible says, I called him alone. And it's very important to know that God called him alone. Blessed him and increased him. So this is the, these are the stages we're going to study. Because we need to break down this story. God called him. So just in case your life is not yet showing fruitfulness and the blessing of the Lord. You can study Abraham because God called him alone. No support system. Called him alone. Blessed him and increased him. So if you want to write our course content for this whole series, we are going to be studying called him today, which is vision. We are going to be studying blessed him next week. And then we are going to be studying increased him in two weeks time. My goal is that increased him. That increased him. Because I believe that's what God wants to do. Increase. But let's study. I called him alone, blessed him, and increased him. I wrote here, and it is worthy of note, that God begins your financial journey with you by giving you a vision. 
I know that money has been taught from several lenses. It's amazing how calm I am. Because listening to Go and Prosper series, I was shouting a lot. Um, it's good to grow. It is well. When God wants to start your financial journey with you, it gives you a vision. And it's very important to define vision. I've defined it before, but let me define it one more time. Because vision is not business. You know, most times we mix all these things together. Um, vision, business, purpose. We mix all of them together. Business is a very, very simple term. Business is anything you do, a system that is created to give out skill and time for a reward. That's the basic definition of business, which means a job to his business. We'll study all of that. So which means a job to his business. When you give out your skill and you give out your time for a reward, you are in business. But that's not vision. Vision is a dream. I think it was Martin Luther that said years ago, he said, I have a dream. It was Martin Luther, right? I have a dream. This is very powerful. Because when God wants to start with you, what does he give you? A dream. I have a dream. Say it after me. Say, I have a dream. Because you see, if it is just money that you are pursuing, just to eat and drink, there is, there is just how much can you eat? How much can you drink? But when God wants to start with you, he gives you a dream. So I was defining a vision is a dream from the God you have met to the world you must change. A vision is a dream from the God you have met to the world that you must change. What you received from God, a picture of the future that you are to create. So, so, it means that when God starts your financial journey with you, he's not talking about money at all. His emphasis is something that you are to change. Something that you are to create. Not the money that you are to make. It's an embarrassment to think that after Jesus died, he's concerned about naira and dollars. I don't think so. I don't think so. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. A vision is the picture of your future. A picture of a better world you are to create. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 2. Ah. Looking unto Jesus, the Bible says, the author and the finisher of our faith, the Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him. Now, so Jesus had a, had a vision. The vision was not just that he was going to resurrect. Was that Jesus was first the firstborn. But after Jesus dies and resurrects, he will be the first of the begotten. Before he was the only begotten son of the father, but that many are about to be called into righteousness. So the Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him, despised the shame. That's what we call vision. A better tomorrow. Jesus had a picture that a day will come that if he dies this death and resurrects, many people will be called into righteousness. The bridge between man and God will be mended. A better tomorrow. 
and because of that joy Jesus was ready to suffer the, to go through the sufferings that he went through so vision is actually not business no vision is actually not a money-making scheme vision is a picture of a better tomorrow say it one more time say I have a dream yes like Martin Luther I have a dream whether it will happen in my lifetime or not I will leave the world better than I met it from a kingdom's perspective it's not about money your vision is the picture of tomorrow a better world that you must create Genesis chapter 11 verse 31 And Terah took Abraham, a son, and Lot, the son of Aaron, a son's son, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, a son, Abraham's wife, and went forth with them from all of the Chaldeans to go into the land of Canaan. Now, this is, this is very intriguing because, you see, it means that Abraham was not the first person that had the dream to go to Canaan. The father of Abraham had a dream and he beckoned on his family. I'm taking you from this land unto the land of Canaan. Begun a journey with God, or so, maybe not with God obviously, but begun a journey to destiny. He had a dream and later you would find out that the land of Canaan was a land flowing with milk and honey, right? So he was taking them into a land of rest. That was his dream as a father. But the Bible says that and they came unto Haran and dwelt there. Now that was the problem. He was going to Canaan. But when they got to Haran, he dwelt there. Similar story. Looks like our parents. Respectfully speaking. They probably told their parents, you know, some of us don't even know the stories of our parents. They would tell you that they were born in the village and they told their parents that I'm going to the city to create a new future for myself and my family. I don't want to live in this village and die here. There are no schools. You know, my dad used to share a story that um, I think it was in Form 3 or so that he had one math teacher. That man used to cram the master's book to come and teach. So when he comes to class, you must not ask any question. He just comes to the board and he starts writing. No question. Because if you ask him questions, you've scattered the, the programming that is in his head. In his mind, that whole class was la cram, la poor, la forget. So he's writing all the things that my dad is like, no, what kind of a class is this? So my dad thought he was going to be the savior of the whole class. He raised up his hand one day and the man said, there is no question in this class. He said, no, sir, I have a question. <laughs> and he started his question. The man pursued him. He said he jumped out of the window. And the man told him to never come to that class again until <laughs> you leave this school. And he had to go and get his books himself to read. That was the kind of school that he came out from. And then he said, no, we can't continue like this. We can't continue like this. Inside the Gomosha like that, no, we can't continue like this. I'm going, daddy and mommy, I'm packing my bags. I'm going to, to the city. Those were the major films that we watched growing up now. Then they will tell you, Moira, Moira, don't she? So I'm going to the city, I'm going to Lagos to create a better future for myself and for my family. This was the story of Terah. Abraham, everybody come in this family. We are going to Canaan. I've heard news that that land is flowing with milk and honey. 
I'm taking you there so that there will not be suffering in this family again. And the Bible says he got to Haran and dwelt there. Like many of our parents. Yes, it was a great destiny that they were looking for. But probably in their journey to a great destiny, they met the wrong man, married the wrong woman, got the wrong job, entered the wrong relationship, and the situations around them killed their dream. Shout it again. Say, I have a dream. to Aaron and dwelt there. All the dreams that he had, he had a great destiny in view. Not that he didn't have passion to get there. Some of us even know that our parents were more passionate than we were. You know, it just to, it's not easy to leave your family and relocate to. Some of our parents spent their first night under the bridge in Lagos. Ask them, they will tell you. Until they started to hustle. But after they hustled for a while, they got to Haran and they dwelt there. Verse 32. And the days of terror, we have very short time, we have a lot to cover in this series. And the days of terror were 205 years. And terror died in Haran. You see, when you study scripture, you will realize all the details were important because it was not supposed to die in Haran. It was not supposed to. Terror was dreamed to die in Canaan. But the Bible says he died in Iran. And painfully so, some of us is already happening to us too. We had dreams when we first met Jesus. Huh? Jesus told you, you probably had encounters. God told you that you were going to start a foundation. You were going to save thousands of children. You will mentor them as one man. Called him alone. Probably God told you that I'm going to use you. You will be a kingdom financier. You will be trading in billions of dollars. But now, the economy is becoming worse. Tinubu is not allowing you rest and you are already dwelling in Haran. My assignment tonight is to ensure you don't die in Haran. My assignment tonight is to force you on that journey down to Canaan. Wait, can you pray in one minute? The power of God has been on me. I don't understand why. Can you pray in one minute? Please pray like a Christian. Pray like you came to be. Araso seni kabariatos, ende nakai koto nekapale. Pray from the depth of your spirit. Hatale ruase kopani katai. Friend and Nikos, Entelia Kabaya Shanedios, Hitemonde Caposo Seni Caparia Catonde, Fretanindo Coso Seni Abamo Obema, Perasso Sopeli Capa, Ambarasco Soso Seriata, Emprendi Capaloria, Shadato Soso Becate, Entete Soso Becateria, Manda da Cosa Seni Capai. Mandelica prendosa seneco vediatale endeteria. Hallelujah. Such a powerful story. Terra had a dream, like you also had a dream. 
probably God told you about your music. Some of you woke up from strange encounters. It's amazing because last week I was trying to teach it. Some of us didn't still get it. Some people woke up from strange encounters. God said you will speak like Moses and Pharaoh will listen to you. That the politics of the land will bow to the name of Jesus because of you. And you carried that dream. That was the passion with which you were going to church. That was the passion with which you were going for programs. It was not just for money mongering. There was a goal in mind. Canaan. But a day came. And the Bible says they got to Aaron. They got to a point of limitation and dwelt there. And the Bible says and and terror died in Aaron. Can you pray for yourself one more time? Bah? Lord, I will not die without getting to Canaan. The land flowing with milk and honey. Pray for yourself. We have a lot to cover, but pray. Ah! I have a dream. One of the blessings of being a young man is the ability to see far. See into the future and conquer till you get there. Hallelujah. Like I'll live like this today. So you see, terror began the journey. My family were going far. I had a dream this morning. I saw myself, you know, I remember 2019 while I was preparing this message. Remember the visions that I saw. Visions that I saw. Strange experiences. I remember one day, it was even in hostel. I went to take a bath. And as I went to take a bath, my, I was looking at the wall and my eyes opened. It was not the wall I was seeing again. I was seeing myself in built tents. I saw myself in the tent. I saw people travel down for a midweek, for a weekly service. I saw it on the wall like that. I remember 2018. I remember praying one night and I was caught up in the spirit. You know, I lay down to sleep and I was seeing on my bed. I don't like sharing these encounters, but anyways, I was seeing different and I was seeing a lion. Then I would see it would change to another animal, change to another animal as it caught my attention. Let me use this side to explain to you. That's the ministry of angels. One of the things that angels do is that they need to call your attention, to pay attention to them. And so as they were with me in the spirit, I saw a hand pick me and pulled me and I entered the spirit and I started having several experiences one of the strange experiences that I had was I saw the graves like sorry the, like the thrones of, of three different elders and then my spirit left me and entered into the middle the one at the middle and as I sat there I was caught up again it was such a strange encounter I saw myself in a field and I saw darkness overpowering and I started to communicate. And then the angels of light started to move with me until we cleared every darkness. This was how I knew that we were restoring kingdom civilization. It was in that place that they told me, go and restore kingdom civilization. It says you will build a cantonment and you will raise men that will restore this thing. I remembered all the dreams. And you see, the problem is that when the cares of this world comes, it is possible to die in error. It is possible 
that because of the things that easily beset you one addiction here one addiction there maybe you tried you had carryovers why am i such a failure all the things that have been failing around me the first business failed the second business failed you see if you stay there and you die at Aaron, there will still be Canaan waiting for you but i said it again oh my assignment this night is to ensure that you don't die in Aaron. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. This was the beginning of Abraham's story. The beginning of Abraham's story was where his father ended. Genesis 12 verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out. That's my emphasis. Get thee out. Abraham, I know that your father had a dream. I know that he told you you were going to get there, but he didn't get there. And I know that in this environment where you are in, it will be hard for you to make progress. And God told Abraham, the beginning of Abraham's call was get thee out. Get thee out means leave them behind. Like Paul said, forgetting the things that are behind. I press, forgetting the things that are behind. Both the successes and the failures that were behind. Get thee out. Get thee out. Come out from there. Come out from that, that family where there is a track record of failure. It does not mean you should leave your father and mother. It means let go of the ideology. Divorce yourself. The Bible said we have been called out from every tribe, from every tongue. That's the book of Revelations. We have been called to be kings and priests. And the Bible says we shall reign on the earth. And until you understand the story of Abraham, you won't get the point. He said, get thee out. Come out of them. Come out of the culture. Come out of the belief systems. Come out of all the things that are prevalent in that house. Both the spirit and the mindset that sponsors it. Get thee out. Let me list a few things that you need to get out of. Today is majorly to charge your spirit. Let me list the few things that you need to come out of to begin your journey back to Canaan. But first of all, hope you remember that your dreams are still valid. Did you hear me? I know that there is, there, there is Gucci, there is Louis Vuitton, but your own clothing line is still valid. It was sealed, signed, delivered from heaven. Don't let your dreams die. One of the signs that we are young is that we have a dream. I shout it again say I have a dream there is somewhere that God has called me there is something that I'm here to do I'm not just meandering around life I'm not just in footer I have a dream God has called me to Canaan so my first assignment is to let you know that your dream is still valid that business is still valid forget the fact that you like Moses you killed someone and you ran away Egypt is still where you are going back to and you will still bring the Israelites from out of Egypt your dreams are still valid but you see if they will come to pass you must get the out the first thing that you must come out of to get to that that land of the wealthy place is your background write it down Judges chapter 6 
you know, I was listening to some scholars this week. I've been following Jordan Peterson series, right? So, in that particular series, Dennis Prager was saying something very, no, I think it was Jordan Peterson that said it. He said that sometimes we think we're done with the past, but the past is not done with us. And you see, until many people are a victim, thank you. Many people are a victim of their backgrounds, where they came out of the prevalent ideologies there. And one of those people was Gideon. Are you paying attention? Alright, so Gideon in Judges chapter 6 from verse 12. We have a lot to do. The Bible says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, So God had given him a dream and he says, The Lord is with you. And Gideon said unto him, Oh my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befalling us? And where be all the miracles which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the land of the Midianites. Now this is a man's background. Pay attention. Then verse 14, The Lord looked upon him. This is God talking to him. And it's amazing. You need to point out the things here. This guy is not confused if it is God or not. Do you understand? This is not, I'm praying, I'm not sure if it is God. Because he's answering and saying, oh Lord. So he knows this is God talking to him. And the Lord said, looked upon him and said, go in this thy might. After mentioning my limitation, God is saying, all I'm seeing is might. Go in this thy might. And thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. And he says, have not I sent thee. And verse 15, this is the part. And he said unto him, Oh my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family. Are you reading that scripture? My family is what? You are going to save the Israelites from the hand of these people. And then the first explanation that Gideon would give is what? My family is poor. God, you don't know my background. You don't know where I came from. If you see the house where they raised me, I, I didn't even have the chance to sleep on a bed till like age five or age six. If you see the place where I was raised, nobody has gone to school in my family. Even me in school right now is, is people that are sponsoring me. There are some of us that have been raised from families. All kinds of strange things have happened. Alright? And, and very sensitive issues that you might not be able to mention. Some of us, father died at a very young age. Or mother died at a very young age. You, you know how many times you drink Gary just to survive. You know, I remember my mom used to tell me a story of their best man. When, when they got married. The guy, this, I think, let me try to remember. This was the guy's feeding strategy. He has he get he comes to school with only Gary and a few stuffs for I don't know what is it now, maybe for handouts or something. I can't remember. He gets to school with only Gary, and what he does is that he drinks Gary for three days and then takes a bath for two days. So the small change that he has, he buys tomato and stuff, you understand, and then he keeps them. So he would take Gary consistently for the first three days, and the remaining few days of the week the soup will last for do you understand what i'm saying so he goes to school hungry comes back in the evening to take eba and then continue his gary again was studying engineering background 
No money in our family. One lady messaged me recently and she was saying that she, re, she just sat down and she remembered the history of her family. There is no, she said, this thing is not about that you have an uncle that you can still even call. There is no uncle that she knows that is doing something. There are people that came from that kind of background. Or probably your dad said different things that didn't come to pass. Probably there is sickness at home. Probably there is stretch at home. I am from a poor family. This was the testimony of, jo of, of, of Gideon. Let's wrap up the story of that best man. Because right now he is working in Chevron. One very rich, rubbish human being that lives in Lagos. Rich, rubbish human being. A salary when Naira was still Naira was about half a million. Damn. Rich, rubbish human being. One time he called me that we should, that we should, um, that I should do my IT in Lagos. And we had planned the whole thing to do my IT in Chevron until the Lord. The talking spirit. I swear for the ball for Lagos that time. <laughs> I will just start ministry in Lagos. I for don't blow. Just imagine me. <laughs> Can I stop saying rubbish? Let me continue what I was saying. <laughs> ah! I'm from a poor background. My family is not great. Even rent is hard to pay. Some of you know the backgrounds that you came from. Everybody in your family, all the ladies in your family are pregnant. It's only you that is remaining. Do you understand what I'm saying? All the guys in your family has given birth to children here and there. Such a wayward family. You know that you are surviving on grace. Same with Gideon from a poor background. And I am even the least in my father's house. So just in case you even want to pick me, you can go and pick my egg somewhere. I know his life is wrecked. But at least his life is still better than mine. Get you see, until you divorce yourself from those beliefs, there is nowhere that you are going to. It's amazing, ba, that that background fights people. It's amazing that you see people, they don't know it's their background that is fighting them. They think this is me, oh, I'm just a hungry person. You are not. Your dad was angry. Your mom is angry. They fight every day. And you think you're angry. You're not angry. The issue is background. And then one of the first things that you must do, especially if you want to go to an enviable destiny, is to come out of that. Come out of that. Forget it. I know that you were born in that family, but you've been grafted into a new family by the blood of Jesus. Do you believe? Get thee out of your background. You must make a decision that your background will not hold you down. My parents don't have money does not mean I will not. My parents could not do much does not mean I will not. My parents gave birth to children like an assembly ground and they didn't have money to sponsor them does not mean that you will. Get the out. That's number one. Number two, that you need to come out of your environment. First Kings chapter 12. I hope we'll be able to read this. It's a long reading. First Kings chapter 12 from verse 1. And Rehoboam went to Shechem for all Israel. So let me shorten the story. So Rehoboam um, was crowned king. And this guy, um, the whole, the elders, not really the elders, the congregation of Israel came to meet Rehoboam to cut a deal with him. Because his father Solomon 
put them under all kinds of stress. Alright? So the burden that his father put on them was so much. And they came to bargain with him. They came to tell him that, please, your father stressed us a lot. Would it do you well to just reduce the suffering that your father has put upon us? Then let's continue reading from there now. Then he sends them away. He said they should go and come back, I think, in, in the next three or four days. And then from verse 6, the Bible says, And King Rehoboam consulted with the old man that stood before Solomon, his father, while he yet lived and said, How do ye advise that I may answer these people? So he's taking counsel from old men, asking them, how, What do you think I should do to the request of these people? And then the old man said, It is better that you reduce the stress that is on these people because your father really stressed them. So please reduce the stress that is on these people. And the Bible says, when you go to verse 8, the Bible says, But he, being Rehoboam, forsook their counsel. He forsook the counsel of the old men and then he went to meet the younger ones. The Bible says the young boys that grew up with him. Alright? So he went to meet his friends that grew up with him. And he asked them, that what should I do to the, to the children of Israel? And they told him, what are you saying? Put more stress on them. Tell them that if my father did half, I'm going to do double. And then the Bible says, Rehoboam held on to their advice. And that was the end of his life. You see, there are several people, several young people, that have not been able to let go of their friends. Several weird relationships around you. Friendships around you. That when you are praying, they are telling you, you this prayer is supposed to be this hard after exam, they are telling you we part it in mama calls. And you, you are saying God is calling me. You open a book to read sarcastic people. The day you are reading is the day that they remember that there is a man you match. And they will stress you until you watch that match. How many of you have friends like that? Uh, you have, oh, you have, don't do your friend of me. You have weird people. When you are making progress, that's when they remind you. That Shebi used to go to club with us. One day you will come back and be clubbing with us. Those are counsels of Aitofel. Come out from those friendships. Because if you stay there, you are going nowhere. You will stay in Haran and find out that you died there. Get thee out. It's time for you to divorce yourself of wrong, wrong belief systems. Culture your environment. Change the things that are around you. We have not gotten to the core of the message we just started. Change the voices that are around you. Because the voices around you can stop your destiny. Was it not Peter that was passionate about Jesus? Jesus was about to die. Peter said, no. You won't die. And Jesus told Peter, he said, get ye behind me, what? Satan. So this is not, it does not mean that Peter is Satan. Satan is using your vocal cord to speak to me. Because if God calls you and your friend is saying no, that's, that's Satan. Some of us have friends that are very sarcastic. It's the day that you come with your dream. Some of you know friends that you can't tell your visions. If you go and tell them that I saw that I married a pastor, we... We went for crusades. I saw that we traveled to five different nations. They will look at you. Your ex is still a Yahoo boy there. So, which pastor is going to marry you? <laughs> Get the out. It's time to say no to some friends, though. To say no to some environments. Those people that you can't pray around them. They staying around you reduce your prayer favor. Your work with God goes down anytime you get there. 
They are either talking about money or girls. And sometimes you might try to be among. That being among is what is ending you now. Prayer service. Where you are supposed to fast and come and say, Lord, I started my business. I'm earning 50K, but I have a target to start making 100, 200,000 per month. I've studied my Bible. I've found the truth. I came to prayer service to receive a grace. That's when they will tell you that, you see, um, how many of you watched Abattoir today? Because me, I've decided I'll be watching that thing. The young man, um, Dele, Dele has a dream now to be um, student union president. And um, that lady came to meet him and said that her life is wrecked, she's this, she's that, and they said they referred me to you. That if I come to meet you, you will lead me to Jesus. And while he was trying to talk to her about Jesus, one demon in a young boy ran to meet him and said, Aluta continue, and you are going to church. He said, Is it ministry you are doing or politics? <laughs> and he left until he found out that the girl died in depression. How many of you have had friends that have stopped you from making progress like that? Because misery loves company. When they are drinking, that's when they will say, you this pastor, pastor that you are doing, let's arrange one for you now. When you are studying, I'm going for a course. I bought it. I'm going for a training and maybe you spend 20,000. They are looking at you and they say, this sneaker now is 50,000. Those that buy sneakers and not update their mind. And you are around them and you are under pressure. How many of you have met friends like that? There was a young woman that talked to me 200 level during break. She told me, she gave me an advice I will never forget. Three advices. And one of it was to never stay around people that make you feel like you are not spending enough. Never stay around people that make you feel like you are broke. When you stay around people like that, you will spend, you will spend until you become Proverbs 21 20. That food that the Bible was saying in Proverbs 21 20. The Bible says, There is much oil and joy in the dwelling of the wise, but the foolish man spends everything. Some of you is your friends that put you under pressure. The money that you have saved, you know what you want to use that money to do. You know the cost you want to buy, but you just know that when this lady calls you, young man, when she calls you, then she will suggest, uh, uh, I've, I've not eaten, I've been fasting. What do I need that information for? That's between you and Jesus. Why are you telling me? All of a sudden, you realize you're already a chicken rep. You've already bought different burgers and you've already bought stuff and you are trekking back home. She's smiling, but you are thinking. <laughs> Somebody degree, preach to your friend, say, get thee out. this was the end of Rehoboam's destiny because he received advice from the wrong people that was one of the biggest mistakes of his life because he received advice from children that grew up with him that gave him wrong advice between church and, and, and this dinner now you know it's amazing how several people the kind of advice that people receive from people there is prayer meeting, but you go for dinner. And you know that you just got saved. Your family has been a family of idol worship. You should understand warfare than Ariel Emmanuel. I was raised by pastors. 
some of the prayers that I'm praying, they've prayed half of it. I'm praying the remaining half. So you, you know the background that you came from. But that's when one, one devil is going to come and meet you in a young lady or in a young boy, suggesting things. Preach to your neighbor one more time. Say, get thee out. The third thing you need to come out of are obvious limitations. Obvious limitations. Both personal limitations and corporate limitations. It was an obvious limitation in the life of Moses. God told Moses that he was going to bring the children of Israel from out of Egypt and Moses told God that Mestamara. God, can't you see? Can't you see that I'm not really gifted in that area? You are telling me to speak, but I cannot speak. And there are people in these days that have proven that Moses would have been able to talk. He did not need a rope. Probably there would have not been a golden calf. Probably he would have not broken the tablets of stone because he was thanks to Aaron. There are people, including my friend Daniel, that was here. You know, I remember that when we were at Chicken Rep with Daniel, and Daniel was trying to talk, and then he started stammering. I'm like, eh, I just, it's been a while. It's been a while I sat down and saw this guy trying to talk. And it's amazing, because when he's preaching here, you will not notice the anointing. Regardless of your obvious limitations, I have nine carryovers. In fact, I'm going to have spillover on this campus. Get thee out of that ideology. I know that the limitations were there, but it does not stop the excellency of power that is at work in you. Come out of obvious limitations. Nobody is rich in my family. Right now, if you look at my account balance, it's even on minus. The minus is not showing there, but I'm owing brother A and sister B. Get thee out. Leave those things behind. Regardless of the obvious limitations, we will still change this world. Did you hear me? Yes, I don't have a tech skill. It's, the image is fresh like this now because see the guy, see the. <laughs> but me, I'm not fresh. And then you're sitting down and saying, the only thing I can do is hairdressing now. Get thee out. I want you to erase your limitations. This is, this is how men of faith walk. They walk like they are not seeing what is in front of them. Like God told Moses, tell the children of Israel that they go forward. Forget the things that are behind you. The things that you have failed in. You've started things and they failed. You started business and they failed. God, this is my personal limitation. I'm in Akure, not in Lagos. I know the amount that they pay people. If I, if I was in Lagos now, probably I would have blown. Get the out. Come on, ignore all of that. Because the Bible says you will eat the good of the land. Isaac sowed in that land. Not, it's not Lagos. It's the land you are instructed to sow. So it's time to ignore personal limitations and corporate limitations. You, you must ignore it unless you will not do anything in life. And what you embrace, write it down, is a superior mental belief system. A superior belief system rather. You must embrace mind transformation embrace a superior belief system yes i was born in a mud house but my mind is no mud mind yes i was born with limitations but no the anointing of the spirit is upon me hope you know that the highest commodity on earth is the anointing more than money more than influence 
A man that has influence still has a need. Only the anointing can solve it. Are you hearing me? A man that has money still has a need. Only the anointing can solve it. Which means when you are anointed, you are an answer to everybody. That's a superior belief. You must know what God has said about you so that you kick away what God did not say about you. So that when your friends tell you that where there is Baba Deboye, where there is Apostle Joseph, don't you see how they are trending Emmanuel Hire? How will Emmanuel Areo come out? Don't you think they will confuse you with Emmanuel Hire? Don't you think you should dress, wear suit and tie? No. The anointing of the Spirit is a distinguisher. I found it in scripture. That when God blesses you, he places something that is personal, unique to you. And nobody can replicate the same. So it means that regardless those that have gone ahead of you, be inspired, be challenged, but never intimidated. There are several people that are already intimidated. You look at those in front of you and you are thinking, how many years, you know, years ago, I think this was 2019 or so. I remember that um, 2018, I was watching the video of this woman. Was it Febby Dauza or so? Is Febby Dauza a woman? Or is it, is it, is it, is it the man? One of the children of Idaosa. So I was watching the video of this person, and then I saw, you know, just imagine school of ministry, maybe in England, um, this one in Oxford, and when when they, you know, when they are inter- inviting someone to minister and they are playing the video, you know those intro videos, and they listed all the things. I started. I said, wow. If they want to play my own video, <laughs> graduated from. <laughs> You must embrace the superior ideology. Uh, <laughs> there is hope for a tree. There is hope for a tree. Even if it is cut down, the Bible says it shall sprout again at the scent of water. Proximity to life. He has not found life yet. He's just close to where there is life. Your vision starts to speak again. Ah, you must embrace it. If you sit down with the little things that you have had, the things, the failures that you have had, and it is the reason why you are not pressing anymore. Brothers and sisters, I came to tell you, press again. Because you see, ba, when you sow egg, one of the things, one of the powerful statements in scripture is again. That Isaac went back again and sowed in that land. They covered the land the first time he planted, he sowed it again. Covered it again, he sowed it again. You can weary your challenges until they let you go. Hope you know. Uh-huh. A superior belief system. Far above your background. I know I came from Akure, but my mind has gone far. Hope you know. My mind, you don't need to travel to US and Canada for your mind to travel there. Through YouTube, thank God for YouTube, you can experience how people change their world and replicate it. It's time for us to embrace superior belief systems. Anywhere that I get to, I will be accepted. I'm not a failure. No. I'm not a failure. Whoever is with the anointing cannot be a failure. He that is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory of that overcomes the world. Even our faith. That he that cometh from above is above all. I came from above. and This is an healthy belief system. You must know what God said. This thing like I said last week. Jesus the truth. Ignore economy, the truth. Embrace Jesus, the truth. Only traders and tech people are making it now. You wait and see. God is about to use the calabash eh, to make mockery of the pots. To prove to you that the excellency of power is of God, not of man. Do you believe what I'm sharing with you? 
So we appreciate our fathers. Thank God for what they have done. But there is a, there is a kind of revival we are going to reawaken in this nation. All men will see it. Fathers will call us, we will go there. We will respect them, but we will not demean what God put upon us. What are you saying now? There is a grace. Haven't you seen sick people that were healed? I've prayed for the sick and they were healed before. I've casted out demons before. He can do it again. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh my God, my spirit is on fire. Pooh, and I'm not even touched my teacher. But can you pray in one minute and say, Lord, I eject all of these things from my mind. Don't, I'm done with my failures. I'm done with my background. I'm done with these evil friends. I press, forgetting the things that are behind. I press. That's the song. Oh, I speak life. Yes. Pray from the depth of your spirit. He has made my tongue a tongue of a ready wrath. Oh, I speak life. Oh, I speak life. Atamonde Kapalia. He has made my mouth a pen of a ready. Ignore your de defeats. Ignore the addiction. The anointing is still there. You need a press to bring it out. But it's there. When you disbelieve God, you kill your dreams. I have a dream. I have a dream that financial giants will rise from this house. Organizations rating in billions of dollars. Oh, we will do great things for the gospel. I have a dream. Has made my tongue a tongue of a ready writer. I speak life. I speak life. He has made my mouth a pen of a ready writer. Hey, I speak life. I speak lie. Oh, I speak lie. Pray. Pray. Let's do this in a few minutes. Get thee out. Build this time or divorce yourself from the ministries in Akure. There is a special grace that is upon you. You will model a to a generation that God is the lifter of men. Rejoice not over me, my enemies. That even though I fall, the righteous fall several times, but he rises up. My visions will not die. I'm not dying in Heron.
life. Come on now. We speak life, yeah. I speak spirit. I don't speak English, yeah. Oh, yes. I speak light. Oh, I speak light. I speak spirit. We don't speak English. A pen of a red I speak life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout it after me. Say, I have a dream. Say it like you believe it. Listen, listen. Are you the one who is to come? Or should we wait for another? No, we're not waiting for any other person. My name is Ariel Emmanuel. The mandate is on this destiny, not another person. From Dan to Bathsheba, it shall be known in all Israel that I'm anointed a prophet unto the Lord. A day will come who will make prophecies about nations. This one that we have been doing in, in this house, that looks like some believe, some don't believe, who will make a statement to a politician who will think we are bragging. He will lose the election like a joke. And then he will remember that there is a God in heaven. Elisha said, send the man, let him know that there is a prophet in Israel. A day will come who will make pronouncement. Send the governor, let him come to build. He will realize that some people stayed in the school of the spirit. Will receive mantles from heaven. Not just from another man, from heaven. I speak lie. He has made my tongue a pen of a ready I speak loud, yeah. Oh my God. I speak loud, yeah. He has made my tongue. Come on now. Speak to your destiny. Speak to your destiny. If you believe it, I speak loud. Oh, I speak loud, yes. He has made my tongue. Ignore your background. Forget where you came from. You've been called out. 
the prophecy is upon you ah then the bible said that this promise is for you your children and children's children even they that are far off as many as the lord shall come ah. <laughs> shout it after me say i have a dream hey god thank you lord Like Caleb, Moses sends the spies to go check the land that God had promised them. And when they got there, they came back and said, we are like grasshoppers. This, these people, they, we can't take over this land. What did, what did Caleb say? He said, let us go up at once. For we are able to possess it. Caleb was around 42 or 45 years old that time. A couple of years after, this is about 40 years after, Caleb was 85 years old and then he came to ask for his inheritance. I didn't forget the land that was said would be given to my family. It says, and they said, give me my portion that was given, that was promised for me and my family. And he said that I am as strong this day as the day that the Lord spoke to me. Say it after me, say I am as strong this day. My result did not change my strength. I am as strong this day as the day that I was spoken to. Ah, it's how to end this message now. I don't know now. We have a few minutes. I want to give you a dream. I want to give you a vision. And I want you to embrace it from the depth of your spirit. And I want us to lead a campaign in this nation that we can do things. It will take us a couple of years probably, but we will get there. We will get there. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17. We'll round up here next week. We'll study the... Like I said, listen, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Before you continue. If you have friends and they are not here for financial service, you are doing a great disservice to the Lord and to his kingdom. Drag as many as you can. I'll be teaching on blessing. There are things that I have found. I wish that God was going to give me time, enough time to produce from the things that I had learned. But he has allowed to teach me this time. I'm going to teach them and I want your life, your life, you know when I say it, believe me, your life, my God, there is an anointing. Your life is about to change. Amen. Your life is about to change. Amen. I speak life. We have a very short time. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17. Ooh. Cry yet saying, the, thus saith the Lord, through prosperity my city shall be spread abroad. Agai chapter 1 verse 8. I, 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 this is the first time I'm singing this song. I don't really know it. Oh, 
chapter 1 verse 8. Go up the mountain and bring wood and build the house and I will take pleasure in it and I will be glorified saith the Lord. I want to give you a dream. A dream that is bigger than your money. Bigger than cars and houses. You see one of the reasons why people um, prosperity has brought flesh to the body is because people are teaching prosperity from from the realm of me, me. Do you understand? I eat it, five cars, houses, Louis Vuitton, I'm wearing Gucci, I'm wearing um, Adidas, I'm wearing this, I'm wearing that. No. There is something bigger than that. And that is the prophecy that is in this scripture. Go up the mountain and fetch resources for the house of God to be built. Let me tell you, there are several people that are dying. There are several destinies that need change. I want to expand your quest for money more than the need for daily bread, but to feed nations. I want to sound an alarm that kingdom prosperity is warfare. There are several destinies going to hell. There are mission agencies. Lala, I was checking again the story of China. You know, one, one man of God went to China recently, not recently, a couple of years ago, and then he said that these people their church is underground. It was Pastor Eso Ladele, the CAC president, that said he had a, a lecturer in his Bible school that was from Hong Kong. So Hong Kong is the democratic part of China, right? So everything is free there. But inland China is not like that. You don't have the Bible. They tear a piece of the Bible for you when you are done with your ministry school. They tear a sheet of the Bible and they give you. And that's all you can preach from. And there was this woman that said, she, you, you see, yeah, so he brought Bibles when he came to minister and then he gave unto them and this woman passed the Bible to the next person. And as he was reading the scripture, he realized this woman was saying this from her mind. Then he went to meet her. He said, how do you know the scriptures? He said, I, I, I know everything of her. He said, how did you learn it? Maybe you don't have the Bibles. He said, people used to come to meet them in prison. That in prison, there is enough time to, to, to memorize scriptures. And they will write scriptures on pieces of paper. And he said, won't they catch you if they see the scriptures? He said, yes. So I have to memorize it very fast. You know, years ago, I used to hope. I was a young boy. I used to hope that I marry somebody in China. Somebody from the church in China. Just to let them know that I remember you. That I will be sending resources. Because there are people dying. There are many. Let's ignore all this quest for mundane. But how, much, how many cars can you drive? How many houses can you live in? How many yachts can you buy even if you buy? The goal is not to be richer than Elon Musk. The goal is to ensure that we can extend the love of Jesus to a dying world. Let's continue. When young boys don't have a vision, where they don't have work that they are doing, they fight. They waste their time and, and, and destroy lives and destinies. Many of our schools, we know the schools that we came from. Some of us, respectfully speaking, we know that we still can't speak English well. And it's not your fault, it's the background. We must embrace 
and expand our appetite enough. It's not about resources for the are you hearing me for the kingdom? Imagine that we have that we start our podcast and it is the largest podcast in Nigeria. Imagine what will happen. Isn't it on a podcast that ladies, don't you see? Was it yesterday again that another sex tape was leaked? We are, we are dying in this generation. There has to be a revival. And it will take much more than much more than prayer and tongues. It will take resources. True prosperity, my cities shall be spread abroad. I want to give you a dream that is fatter than the money in your account. This is not about one million. It's not about one car. It's not about ten houses. God bless you for your ten houses. Many times when they preach prosperity, it's flesh that they are preaching. Oh, I fly to this place. Acts 1.8. It means that I can travel all around. No, 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 no. But as we are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Ghost, whom God has given unto us. It's time to rise, oh ignore your forget your background forget that they don't have money in your family i want to tell you that the foundation that will that will hold millions of dollars is here is here not in another place many children you will pay their school fees it will be easy we will open scholarships for several people just come and serve god and go to school we, we must sanitize the environment by resources Look at me. Listen. You will pray, but look at me. When they say, when they say Christian brothers, Christian ladies are not dating Christian brothers, why do good girls like bad boys? Let me tell you something. Amongst the many reasons, it's not really because Christian brothers are boring. Really? You want wild? I don't think so. Because if they cheat on you, you will be the one crying. I don't think it's so. And I know Christian people, ladies, dating people that you know, children of Belial. One of the major reasons is that church boys don't have resources. Let's end it there. Full stop. Church boys don't have resources. But I came back, some of you that are here, boys here, I stretch my hand to you. I'm speaking by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. God is about to rewrite your story. It's time. We can't keep losing people to hell. Listen, if the reason why you want money is just to eat and to drink, how much do you want to pursue? How much? 200,000, 300,000. You will live okay in this country. Forget the thing that they are saying about the economy. You will live fine in this country with 300,000. But the reason why we will wake up and burn the midnight candle, the reason why we will study materials, the reason why we will buy courses is not because of me. There is a nation. There is, a, there is Canaan. I can't die in here. I want to give you a bigger dream. I'd like you to stretch your appetites. That from today, Lord, my spirit is open. Stretch me. My spirit, Lord, make me your treasurer. Your last treasurer disappointed you. You gave him money. He squandered it on riot cost living. But Lord, if you give build have a chance. If you give build have a chance. Akure will hear. On those states will hear Nigeria will see the power of Jesus. Pray for yourself. From the God that I met to the world I must change. From the God that I met to the world I must change. Lift up your eyes and see. God is rekindling visions. God is calling you to see again. See again. See again. 
It's not another business. It's still adoration. It's not another business. It's still gold. It's not another business. It's still dim gold. It's not another business. It's still ascent. It's not another business. It's still you. Pray from the depth. Lord, I stretch oh my God. I stretch my appetite. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream that a day will come. We will organize conferences. Hundreds of thousands of souls. No coercion. I have a dream of people standing up from wheelchair and not started preaching. Resources. Schools will come out of here. Organizations will come out of here. Multinationals, unicorns. I believe it by the spirit from here. Pray. Lord, I stretch my appetites. I have a dream. <laughs> I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. Are you praying? I have a dream. aside my failures I'm trading my sorrows for the joy of the Lord
Do you believe God? Yeah. Yeah. I remember years ago, I've said the story before, when my friends put together a business and said I should do it, that they were going to pay for it, and the Lord told me, they said, don't do it. I will make you rich. I remember that that business crashed in a few weeks after. I've not gotten there, ah, but I've seen what resources can do. I've seen what resources can do. The convenience you have serving God is because of resource. Yes. Yes. I, I remember, um, I think I sent something to the major during the week that how much would you price this design? And he said 45000 I said, wow. So things are this expensive in this country. Inside this design. I said, people are enjoying money. But I did not, I don't need to pay for any design except I want to. I've gotten to a point in my life where I've seen, I've paid school fees, I've seen people's lives, I've paid rent, I've seen people's lives change because of resources. I've seen people that would have gone back to exes that would destroy their lives change because of resource. And even though we don't have everything yet, there is still Canaan. I'm not going to die here. There is still Canaan. I didn't have money when God was speaking to me then. I probably didn't, I didn't have an account number then. But I've handled millions in one account now. And I know that there is still more. Do you understand it? This is the thing. If it is just about food and water, how much do you want to earn? Just get a job around, make sure that you get promoted to become one of the managers and be earning 300,000, you will feed your family well in Akureye. But is that what we want? With all the touts on the street? Is that what we want? With schools that we know we can't vouch for the kind of education we receive in this country. Let me tell you something. Maybe one day when we have a retreat and the thing is not online, I will play some videos for you. I think somewhere was with me. Somewhere, where somewhere? Somewhere was at Seth Building. When I was explaining to people, remember that discussion that we had at Seth Building? There are people that are bankrolling weird agendas in this world. Hear me and no peace. If you see um, pornography that is free, I remember one time Daniel and I wanted to order a material, one pad, iPad, like an iPad like this, but it was just for reading. And they said it can't come to Nigeria. And porn is free everywhere. Somebody is bankrolling. Hope you know. Somebody, there is somebody with money that is sponsoring. Oh God. Can we pause recording? He has made my tongue the pen of a ready writer. I speak like I speak. Can we be on our feet? For the last time, I will not die in Aram, I will get to Kena. I will not die in Iran, I will get to Kena. I will not die in Iran, I will get to kin. The Word of God is a seed that brings radical transformation. 
and we believe you have been transformed by the word you just received. Follow us live on our MixLR and download our messages on our Telegram channel. The number to call for partnerships and inquiries is 0811 414 7940.